All right, welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Guys, this is a very special edition. I know usually we are doing a bunch of serious talk and serious work, but today we are going to kick back and dive into this amazing Avengers Endgame trailer that took place today. Listen, I'm not by myself doing this, though. I am so excited to have on the line with me a brother of mine from Chicago. Great work. And why is he on here? Because not only is he phenomenal, but he knows his stuff when it comes to comic books. He is an author. He is a speaker. He's everything you can think of and more. And he's an amazing motivator, a brother with a great story. And I'm super um, to ha- I'm super excited to have him on with me. My brother Mario out of we're going to say Chicago, Mario, right? You out of Chicago. Yeah, that works. Yes, Chicago, <laughs> also known as Mr. One More Round. Make sure you check him out on Instagram at Mr. The Number One More Round. Follow him. Check out his work. He's awesome. Mario, thank you so much for tuning in, man, and thank you for being a part of today's podcast, dude. Man, thank you for having me, man. I've been looking forward to this. Absolutely, man. So, look, we're going to dive straight into it. Like, listen, so we're talking comic books, and obviously, you know, we, we're talking it with you. Um, because I know that you are a huge comic book head, but you also write your own comics, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, uh, me and my best friend are actually the co-writers, co-creators of the property. Um, we're on, we're, we just released issue four. It's called Evolution, like like the word evolution, but with an S instead of a T. Nice. And yeah, we're just we just released issue four. We're working on issue five and we're doing a ton of conventions all year round, man. So it it's it's we already we sold out actually the first one we did this year, so we had to order a whole bunch more. I mean it's it's gonna be a good year, man. Yeah, that's awesome to hear, man. Yeah. I think, you know, man, bring it to conventions, comic cons and all these other areas where the comic heads are, you know, that's how we get it out. That's how we push the work out. And that's how we get people to really start paying attention. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's by far the best venue for it. I mean, we, we sell some online as well, but there's just nothing like giving it to a person in real life, letting them skim the pages and telling them the story. It really crazily enough doesn't get old. It's we've right. been doing it for a few years now and it's, it's fun as hell every time. Right, right, man. So listen, what I'm I'm super excited. I um I know that I, I did the my initial reaction this morning on Facebook, in talking about um the Avengers trailer. So I'm out here in Seattle, and I I think I saw it at like five o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, yo, like, okay, Marvel, <laughs> you clearly just want to drop this on, like, just just drop it on us without saying anything. I know that. A lot of the guys who cover um, the work when it comes to Marvel, we weren't really expecting it until like next month, like the start of April. So for them to just kind of say like surprise, like it just hit us out of nowhere. I'm super excited, man. So let's dive straight into it. Let's talk about this trailer. Um, your excitement for the movie, man, and just I'll, I'll let you kick it off because I look, I, I created an entire list. I've probably watched this video at least 20 times today, if not more. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, I think the thing I found because I, I find it 
funny because we both do motivational type of stuff on on social media and in real life right mm-hmm. and we both are you know I've, I've known you for a couple of years we're both huge comic book guys and i know you're a diehard basketball fan too that's a that's a yeah. whole nother podcast we could <laughs> at, but uh you know what hit me what i thought was funny was i'm i'm talking to another motivator today about this trailer and this trailer to me was a motivational video like i i'm watching it in the gym on the elliptical and i'm because i had to watch it I, I told like you i probably watched it about 20 or 30 times a day man and i watched it on the, the elliptical and i'm like man this is getting me pumped up yeah like, yeah <laughs> And I thought that was funny that we were going to talk about it today because I was like, it's, it's, um, it's so the man, I, I swear there, and I'm not trying to throw shade, but their trailers sometimes are better than DC's entire movies. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Listen, when you have a $500 million budget for a movie like this, you should be able to make a trailer look golden, okay? <laughs> I mean, but I've, I mean, it's not, it's like Marvel trailers. I mean, I love like the Civil War trailer, um, the the Infinity War trailer, like they are just so good and getting you excited. I mean, it's almost like they're making a mini movie when they make a trailer because they are just so dramatic and the music they do. It's it I know you were talking about the music on Facebook today. Yeah. And, oh my god, man. That the music alone, even if you had no visuals and just listened to the score. Yeah, Alvin Silvestri is I'm sorry, Alan Silvestri is a genius. Yeah. When it comes to that man. He um you know, he was the one who scored Captain America. He's also the one who scored the Avengers theme song. And yeah. he just keeps recreating the same song and making it sound better and better every time. <laughs> yeah. And and man, I mean, I'm a, I'm the type of guy, like, I love movie scores. Like, in my workout playlist, there is a ton of, like, different yeah. scores. And uh, like, man, the, just I'm I'm big on that, man. I love the feeling they give me when I'm working out. They like give me a very like charged up feeling when I when I listen to them. So very dramatic, but it's it gets the job done. You know, I would agree with you too on the side of like just being motivational, just from seeing it. So like, I've been sick the last few days. Today, I definitely am still sick and not feeling my best. I set my alarm clock for six twenty. I woke up at five. And um, I missed the uh, initial drop at 5 a.m. I roll over at about 6 o'clock and I get like a ding on my phone that lets me know like, hey, this is what you missed. Marvel posted this. And I shot up like immediately. And (laughs) I kid you not, like in the midst of being sick, I'm watching the trailer. We might have gotten to like 55 seconds. And by this time, like I'm sitting up I'm standing up, I'm walking to the bathroom, and I'm like, all right, I'm getting my clothes and stuff ready for the day. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I'm like, I beat the alarm. But, I mean, it just, I mean, man, the energy, I think the score really sets it off. But, man, the visuals, I'm just like, yo, like, Marvel is ready to take our social security number now. And I, I'm, I think people are willingly going to give it. Like, <laughs> uh, man, I mean, and, and you know what's funny, too, is that my coworker, messages me at like eight o'clock in the morning right like it was it might have even been earlier than that and i got a message from him and this guy i know is not an early bird 
you know, so I was like shocked to see a message from him at that time. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, what? Because I had no idea. Yeah. And when I got to work, man, we spent about the, a good two hours of today, like talking about what we think is going to happen and work, what, where they're secondary going. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said work was secondary. Yeah. Um, um, too good. Yeah, man. But it it's so much of that trailer. The thing that I think that stood out to me the most, and I'm not so sure. I, I mean, I'm, I I think we could break it down from beginning to end, but I'm going to start at the end real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing that I'm still conflicted about was them showing Tony Stark walking with them. That made because a lot of sense to me. It makes sense, but at the same time, I'm like, well, that that kind of you know, takes that secret out of there. Now we know he's not, you know, we, we know he's going to get saved, but it's still like, I would have liked to have left a little bit of the element of danger to that. Well, I think what it is, is how he gets saved. Right. Like, I think that's the part that's still left there. Right. Like, I mean, the element of like, cause it's, it's kind of hard to really, it's kind of hard to really pull the rug over the eyes of the viewer to be like, there's a possibility Tony Stark might not make it in space. You know what I mean? Like, knowing that knowing that Doctor Strange did what he did in Infinity War and he did what he did with Tony, like it's kind of like, man there's no other way that this can happen without Tony Stark. (laughs) So I'm wondering if Marvel was kind of like, you know what? People are probably expecting him to stay alive. You know, at least during the first half of the movie. Now, the part that's getting me is, like, what do they do at the end, right? Like, are we writing characters off? Like, what? That that's the part that still scares me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting question, man, because, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, is my favorite of the entire Marvel franchise, right? Yeah. He's my favorite hero, um, and all I kept thinking was, this dude's gonna die. Like I, I just get the vibe. Like he is go. He's gonna be gone. I think he's gonna be the one of us has to stay behind guy in, yeah. in this movie. I really think that's gonna happen. I don't want it to happen. I, I said this on your video. If it does happen, I'm calling in sick to work. Creed too, man. I went into that theater thinking if Rocky dies, so, I am I'm gonna. Not, I'm not going in. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be out of commission for like three days. Like I, I was, and um, so that's that's what I think. I think it's gonna happen mainly because he said he doesn't even want to do these movies anymore anyway. So I can't really see where where else it could go other than. At least for that, at least like what what you're saying about writing characters off. Obviously, they're gonna bring back Spider Man and uh, you know Doctor Strange and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I I don't I don't see them keeping Captain America around. Well, I don't see Cap dying though. I I, I struggle seeing him actually dying. So let's break the trailer down. All right. Um, a few things that we we catch early on um, is all of the flashback dialogue that took place from the first Iron Man movie. You got Tony Stark sitting there in the sand with the original um, uh, the Iron Man suit on. God, what is it called? The 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 
just a bit Mark one. Yeah, the Mark one. Mark one. Yep, there we go. The Mark one. So we had the Mark one on. Um, and then, you know, we flash a little bit to, and you listen to the voices too. So you got a little bit of flash from, I want to say Iron Man three with, um, Pepper Potts looking at Tony in, in the face at the early part of the yeah. trailer. Um, so you, yeah. it's, it's obvious now that they're doing this flashback dialogue, right? Um, of different parts of phase one, you got, uh, Captain America, there was a scene from Civil War that was in there, actually. And so the voiceover that we're hearing during that that flashback, once everything is centered around Captain America, is the voice of Peggy Carter. Which like, was so awesome. It, it like, was. so awesome. And I feel like, I feel like what might have been happening there is with the dialogue taking place with Iron Man and Captain America, what in Thor... We're, Marvel is literally throwing out a bunch of metaphors from like the old scenes and even some current scenes, right? And so one of the things that I thought of was that when they kept going back to the idea of Captain America and showing him on screen, you keep getting getting Peggy's voice saying um, well, she talked about how like certain things you can't, you know, the, the, the what is it? The, the world is changing, right? And certain yeah. things can't can be undone. So she said, going back and starting over, right? Going back and starting over. And as she keeps saying it, in my mind, I'm like, okay, is this a telltale sign of them using the quantum realm or even time travel for real to go back in time and try and change the past? And then I thought about something else, and I'm pretty sure you've seen the Peggy Carter show. And even in the Captain America movie, you said it's your favorite. You remember the one thing that Cap always knew to do, because Peggy said it all the time, and that was do as Peggy says, right? And so I'm thinking about the whole do as Peggy says thing, and as if her voice is playing over in his head saying going, going back and starting over. And so it got me to thinking, if they do a time travel type of thing where they go back to the past, there is a possibility that you don't have to kill Cap off because you do want to bring him back for the other phases. Once it's time to fight Galactus, when you do secret wars and stuff like that. So instead of killing him off, because you definitely don't want to do, I, don't, I can't, I can't foresee them doing a Captain America or an Iron Man reboot as you go into phase four, five, and six. You know what I mean? Uh, what I, what I, what they could do. There's two options, right? Well, there's, I mean, there's well, many options, but <laughs> two, of the, two of the options are in the comic books, Bucky Barnes t- is one of the people that takes Take up the mantle. mantle of Captain America. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Sam Wilson, Falcon. Right. Now, for me, just because I like Anthony Mackie so much, he I'm so like, I, I, I would love to. I don't know, man. Something about the idea of him headlining a movie as Captain America really like resonates with me. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't. I just. I, I think it would be like if him and Black Widow were like a movie, right. or like him, Black Widow, and Hawkeye, like some kind of like covert mis- mission type of movie. But I don't know. You know, it's 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 tough to say said i mean with the whole phase four thing it's 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 so crazy because after this movie they can literally go anywhere they can do 
anything. They can do anything now because they have Fantastic Four. They have X-Men. Like, they can do almost anything. And it's tough to say where they'll go, but, like, when you watch that trailer, um, it just def- it has the feeling of, like, I don't know how to put it, man. Like, because because where you left off, where where you left off, you're talking about um, what Peggy's saying to him in his head about starting mm-hmm. over, and it's like you said about Cap, man. <laughs> I, I definitely think it would be interesting if they let him just like like actually, my coworker said this. He said, you know, it would be nice if he just got left in 1940, Which whatever, and got what to start. I think they're gonna do that is my personal opinion. I really think they're gonna leave him in the past. Like once it's all said and done. Yeah, hope because I'm like, then you don't have to rewrite him in. And then when it calls for it later on, because even though Chris Evans has stated that he didn't want to do the movies anymore, he did come back around and say he's down to do whatever Marvel wants to do. He just wanted a break so that he could start writing and directing his own movies. So I think that if you give him a break, let him take some years off and then bring him back to it, that would be great. Right. But you instead of killing because think about it, like. What what would the buildup look like for them to to kill Cap, and then only to like try and like pull the sheet over our eyes later on and be like, oh, we're bringing him back to life, like like magically, like come on now, like right, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I, your co your coworker might be on to something, and I want to I want to stick with this too because thinking about like Marvel trying to keep the continuity of the storylines, I don't think Bucky would become the next Captain America from how they have kind of painted him um, from everything after Civil War. Well, that's what I mean. It doesn't, it doesn't like the thought of it isn't logical to me. Well, I think, I think that, I think that myth kind of got dispelled too. Once um, they had Black Panther referring to him as a, as the white wolf, which was another character you know, in the Marvel comics, who was a huge part of, you know, he was a he was a, a friend and a foe of the Black Panther. Sometimes a, a, a enemy, sometimes a, a hero, sometimes an anti-hero. But I'm like, man, like they they've called him this several times now, and it's got me to thinking, like, well, man, like, how is he going to be the White Wolf and come back and be like a reprise Cap? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and and what would be like? I can't imagine a logical purpose for it. You know, what would make him want to do that? But when I, when I think of Sam, I think Sam might think the world still needs a Captain America. Right. You know, and I could see that happening where he... Because in the comic books, he basically was Falcon with red, white, and blue, and he had the shield. Mm-hmm. Like, he was both. He had the Falcon suit and the shield. So they just made him the new Captain America. And and like I said, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope they're at least kicking around the idea because I think it's it's just such a, I don't know, man. I, I can't explain it. I see it in my head visually. I just think it would be a really cool movie. Knowing Marvel, be- they probably are. They probably yeah. are playing with the idea. The cool part is that with Phase 4 coming up, they have some time to really rest with this for a while because you know phase four is going to open up obviously with the spider-man far from home uh, movie coming out which will basically be taking place directly after infinity war i'm sorry uh, after endgame yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And then after that, you know, we're now opening up the door to all of the celestial movies, the Eternals, all of the cosmic beings, like so everything outer space. Right. So you'll see a lot more Thor. Um, they're going to stick with James Gunn's uh, Guardian uh, of the Galaxy script that he had written for Ga- Guardians 3. Um, and then uh, you're going to. Be- I wonder what that. Huh? I wonder what that's going to be about. <laughs> you know what? I th- I think it's going to be a great follow up. I think honestly, if they don't do it in Endgame, I think that Guardians or maybe the Eternals movie. I, I think it'll be Guardians, but you've got to bring Adam Warlock into the the picture. And they started that story arc at the end of Guardians two yeah. at the second mid credit. I mean, at the second in in credit scene. You know, it was like yeah. And, um, there there is um. There, there is a lot of different places you can go with the cosmic angle, too. I just personally hope that they don't lose sight of doing their street-level heroes anymore because Daredevil is by far my favorite superhero adaptation ever made. Yeah, they're doing a great uh, job with that on Netflix. Yeah, and, you know, even Spider-Man is a street-level hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not really like a cosmic or anything like but that, even like though he upper, did have he's like the upper power. echelon of the street level hero. Like he's an Avenger, right? Like he's not a, de- he's yeah. not one of the defenders, but he, he is like the, yeah. <laughs> so it's got me wondering, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because you know, with this whole move with um, ABC trying to create this and this, this whole app where everything that they own can be played through their app. So Maybe now we'll see all of the Netflix series um, for the street level heroes take place on that app. So, of course, you know, they've shut down the Luke Cage series. They've shut shut down Iron Fist. Right. So I'm like, you know, you want to keep those guys in the loop. I think that's important. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Man, I I wasn't a fan of the way that the Inhumans were done. Talking about cosmic beings. Right. I was not a huge fan of. I know a lot of people didn't like it, man. Uh, you know, me personally, I didn't even I didn't even get that far into the show. Um, I just for some reason I wasn't a big fan of it. Although I I've heard from more than one person that you have to give it time and it gets really good. Well, for me, I think because I followed the comics and Black Bolt is one of my um, favorite Marvel heroes, man. And I think just. Uh-huh. When you when you look at what they did with the Inhumans, I'm like, man, this could have been so much better. They should have saved this for a movie and got like an A-list cast to knock this out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what a lot of it really boiled down to. But I'm like, man, hopefully they uh, with the revamp on the movie, they can do better. But man, let's jump back into the trailer really quick. Um, man, uh, we we go from the flashbacks to current day. We've got um, Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, finding Hawkeye, who is now Ronan. He's no longer Hawkeye. Like, this dude is a, he's a stone cold killer now, right? (laughs) But but, but can we, can we, uh, can we at least give thanks for the return of Scarlet's red hair? That made me me so happy, man. So, yeah, Scarlet is my, like, favorite celebrity woman man like she's she's my crush you know and once she had that blonde hair i was like i don't i wasn't too happy man i don't like it so when i saw the red hair was back i was like yes. so i had to go through the trailer a few times because somebody made a joke under one of my posts saying how she had like five different hairstyles by the time that that actual trailer was over and they weren't lying. that's they were true like blonde to red <laughs> short to long i'm like my goodness 
I'm like, they. Look, I, I was like, if you ever want evidence that Marvel is going to be using time travel, I think just look at her hair. I, I, it tells it. It tells the story. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> man, but you, so you see Ronan, and and man, just to yeah. see the rage in his eyes and to see the way that he is, and even them showing that flashback with him and his family, it does lead me to believe that his family um, was a part of the snap. Oh, they're they gone. Did have to be a part they're of the gone. snap, right? Yeah. And. And I think Ant-Man's family is going to be, too, because there's that part in the trailer where he's walking around and you see, like, missing posters and he looks totally, like, baffled. He doesn't understand what's happening. I'm I'm guessing he jumped right out of the quantum realm right before that. He had to have. Like, he has to. Like, trying to figure it out, what's going on. Obviously, you know, we know that, um, you know, the... Uh, the crew that he was with at the end of the movie, they they obviously disappeared. They all went to dust. Um, yeah. But man, it's got me to thinking though. Like, if that's the case, um, we now have um, Ant Man probably setting up what'll probably be the biggest of the story arcs, and that is him getting out of the quantum realm, getting to the Avengers, and getting the giving them the idea of using time travel with the quantum realm yeah i mean he is definitely where their the idea is gonna come from right but so you know what let's fit let's finish talking about the trailer and then i want to talk about the stuff that like after that we can get into the like the detail of it but so after that, where where were we at this point now? So you got Ronan, then it goes back to a clip of Cap again, and Cap's talking. I think Cap was – I'm thinking Captain America might have become, looking at the few trailers that they've shown for Endgame, he might have become somewhat of a grief counselor for, like, veterans or something because, like, he's in these, like, small rooms that look like AA type of meetings, right? And uh, yeah. And I'm like, man, I was like, okay, you know, he's got this, like, serious smug look on his face, and I'm just like, okay. So we get Ant-Man coming out after that. And then we go into, um, obviously, prior to that, we see Thor talking about, like, everybody he saw die. And you got the the visuals. He delivered that that line so perfect, man. He said it so Everybody disappearing during that time was amazing, too. Just Timing was perfect for that, right? So good. And then after that, we move to... um, we moved to a few shots of the new Quinjet overlooking what I'm thinking is New York. I'm not sure. Um, but they've got the new Quinjet now. Um, we get a clip of Bruce Banner. Obviously, I don't think they're going to give us Hulk until the movie. Like, they're not going to show us which version of the Hulk we're going to get. So, <laughs> I'm just going to have I mean, to sit back yeah. and, and hold my breath on that one, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that um, we, we, we get the whole team we see that Nebula has joined them so that part was really interesting too the scene that they had of Nebula where she's like she looks like she's in the battle so I'm wondering on the other side of that screen shot is she fighting Thanos um, because I'm like there's no way she's just fighting any old random Joe Schmo that hard you know what I'm saying like yeah. see, that, 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 look, that was real reminiscent of what it looked like when she was attacking Thanos in Infinity War you know, and, and it's interesting because Nebula in the in the actual Infinity Gauntlet storyline from the comics, Nebula ends up killing them. wielding, huh? Uh, wielding the, the gauntlet, right? Yeah. So, and and I, you know, I'm 
I don't know if they'll go that route, but it would be for at least for because a lot of people aren't as like diehard comic book fans as you and I, right? So they're not gonna know. Like it's not something they'd see coming. So I think it would be an interesting thing to do if they if they had the guts because they had the guts to end the last movie the way they did. You know, and and I think that that would be an interesting, you know, out of left field thing where a lot of people would have absolutely no idea that's going to happen. And it would be interesting to see. I don't think they'll do that just because she's such a low tier character. But like I said, I I'm as you can probably tell from my, uh, you know, talking about (laughs) Sam Wilson as Captain America. I'm very much the type where I like them trying things that nobody sees coming, or at least that is something we haven't seen before. So I'm with it. I'm with it. So there have been several rumors as to who could wield that gauntlet. Nebula's name has come up. Um, the Hulk's name has come up. Captain America's name has come up. There's even been a rumor of Tony Stark creating his own version of the gauntlet to rewield. Huh. Um, to rewield after going back in time and getting the stone. So I think that'll definitely be up for a good discussion and, and it'll be interesting to see how they play that whole piece out. Um, yeah. After that, we get... Um, <clears throat> so we had the Quinjet, we had Nebula fighting, we had Ant-Man shrunken down, running through what looks to be a lot of debris. Um, and I'm guessing in what could possibly be a fight. And then we have a, a great shot of Rocket um, in his original Guardian suit with War Machine. On, he's on the shoulder of War Machine, which I thought was a great, great shot. War Machine looks to have a new, a new suit as well from the, the prior one that he had. Yeah. So War Machine's got the updated suit. And then we, we click over to by this time, everybody is saying the quote, whatever it takes. Whatever yeah. it takes, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. And then we get the screenshot as the music builds into the Avengers walking out in these new quantum suits. And we get the big build up from Alan and his music and the Avengers theme comes out. It it was really reminiscent of um, that entrance scene to me in Wakanda um, when Thor came with Stormbreaker. Yeah, the new the, the music hype was insane right there. That and it basically ended up leading to the Avengers theme. I love how they do that in every movie, where it's like they'll change up the music that leads to it, but the theme is still the same, and it just sounds better and better every time. So, Alan Silvestri yeah. did a great job right there. We go to the uh, the title reveal, Avengers Endgame, and of course, Marvel treats their trailers like a movie where they do end credit scenes on a trailer. <laughs> which is phenomenal and then we go to the stare down which I figured would come with the two cosmic beings that you have right now in Thor and Captain Marvel you have the stare down and I'm guessing that this is probably one of those Avengers scenes where everybody's arguing trying to figure out why she's so special maybe she shows off her power or something Thor stands over her looks at her with his hand out yielding Stormbreaker, leaning over it, and then saying, I like this one with a smile on his face. Yeah. And then we go to Black. I'm like, okay, like, I love it. I think that this is great, man. I think that they're going to have some great chemistry as well, because you're looking at basically 
the two most powerful humans that they have in the MCU or the two most powerful heroes in the MCU within Thor and Captain Marvel with how they've been written currently. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's so many questions and thoughts I had watching this trailer. Um, one, one thing to start right where you just left off didn't you notice that that wasn't Stormbreaker that he called to him? It looked like Stormbreaker to me. I know it wasn't Milnir. No, it, it, yeah, it was just a hammer. Unless I'm seeing it wrong and I need to watch it again, I thought it looked just, it looked like a hammer to me. I think it was Stormbreaker. Go back and watch it because he was he 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 it was standing straight up and he was leaning over on it. Huh, it, okay. it looked pretty tall, so I thought definitely thought it was Stormbreaker. Um, but there has been this rumor that with them going back in the past, he does he does get Milnir back, moving back in the past. So this should be really interesting. Yeah, and uh, so actually, let me let me go. Let me ask you this first: What questions do you have the most watching that trailer? <clears throat> Several. The first <clears throat> one for me is what happens with. Thanos. And the reason why I say this is because when you look at, um, man, some of the markets have been putting out um, the Avengers uh, toys already for Endgame. And they've got the Avengers in their quantum suits in these toys. And on the back, it reads this description where it talks about the Avengers are now, you know, after the snap, they're facing an even greater threat. And I'm like, okay, well, what greater threat is there than Thanos like are we going to be looking at them fighting Thanos and so this is my first question first of two questions are we going to be looking at them fighting Thanos but then also are we going to be looking at the Avengers possibly teaming up with Thanos for something greater to come huh which could be a huge swerve <laughs> uh man I, I think people would take them teaming up with him very wrong they would, they could, but I mean, it's not when you look back at the comics and you look back at even some of the video games, they've had to because of the severity. And it wasn't like a team up was like, oh, we're friends, but it was just kind of like, what is it? The the enemy of my enemy yeah. is my enemy. Yeah. <laughs> um, You know, it, 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 my only thing with that is I think it would be really... Oh yeah, that was that. Was, hold on, I'm sorry, man. I'm watching the trailer again right now. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, you were right. That is Stormbreaker. Okay, that, I wanted to see. I wanted to make sure, man. It, yeah, because he's resting on it. Yeah, you're right. That is Stormbreaker. That's a pretty okay. tall weapon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry about that randomness. I just wanted to see that for myself to make sure that uh, I wasn't seeing things. But I've been watching it on my phone all day. And this is the first time I'm watching it on my tel- like on my actual TV, so I can see a lot more uh, of the detail. Right. So, but um, yeah, my thing with that is, is I don't think they would team up to fight. I think it would be too much to do in one movie. You know, I think they have to wrap up this Thanos bow and just kind of be done with it. Um. That's what I would do, but because I, I'm thinking, like, then they have to introduce a whole other villain. They have to give you the backstory on that villain. 
And I did hear that this is going to be like a three-hour movie, but I am I wrong? Was it, was it four hours? I forgot. I heard it was a crazy length. It's like 3.15, and they're supposed to be given um, a 15-minute a intermission, which I love. Yeah, okay. I'm like, how many movies do you go to where it's so good that people are actually okay with the fact that you're going to do an intermission? Oh, it's an event, man. This is an event. <laughs> this is an event. This isn't just a movie. Right. This is, this is an event, man. Now, here's um, a quick theory for you, though. What if you don't okay. need to do a backstory? What yeah. if what if Ultron reshows his face again? At- okay. Uh, and and that's but man, what, what where would he be in space? Like what well, like how do you see that playing think out? Think about it. Ultron Ultron was Tony Stark's greatest artificial intelligence creation. Yeah. He was AI to the T. So remember in Age of Ultron when he because of he he was technology he was able to be everywhere all at one time. And so even though Vision, you know, killed the last robot that Ultron was resting in, they didn't really necessarily do a story arc that says, like, we killed him out of all of the systems. It's just that he went roll kind of dark and he was untraceable. So they thought, okay, we've destroyed Ultron. But what happens, kind of like the Venom suit, like, You can destroy the Venom suit or you can destroy the Venom symbiote, but if even one little drop in speck gets left, it can it can regrow and resurface. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just Uh, like, man, what did that's a huge what if, but it happened in the comics and it happened in the cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, and and I could see it definitely being um because it's very much like Brainiac in Superman. It's the same idea. You know, it's the right. same idea. It's the guy that, that they beat, but they can never really kill. Um, and, you know, I could see him being I, – I can't see him being, like, a, a big bad, like, Thanos level, but I could see him popping up as, like, he's on another planet now. Like, he found a way to get himself to some other, like, galaxy to try to, like, rule over that or something like that. I could see them, like, popping in and finding him on accident, but I don't know if I could see, like... I really think this movie's going to be all about ending the Thanos saga. Like, I don't know I, if they're going to end it. I think they'll end it for now. I, I, I have a feeling we'll see Thanos again, but it will, probably won't be until, like, phase five. Yeah, I mean, and he's he's their best villain in terms of the movies, so it would be foolish not to have him return sometime because, you know, that was one of the great, like, tragedies of the Dark Knight is we can never see Heath Ledger return. Right, right. You know, and, and, and so when you got a guy that is, is, is still here and still willing to play the villain, I don't see why you would kill him off completely. Um, that it makes a lot of sense. One of the things I will say is that what if and this could be a possibility for any villain, but what if um, what if the time travel going back and trying to right the wrongs is the thing that kind of triggers something to like basically bring a villain to the fold? You know what I mean? Yeah, and that would be awesome because that would be like you you solved one problem, you created another. You know, right. so 
that that would be really cool if like somehow because another thing that could happen is like somebody that was trapped in the quantum realm gets released because they're messing around with it doing all this time traveling and stuff which made me think about the villain annihilus in the cartoons and in the comics i was like okay playing around in the quantum realm and originally i thought that annihilus would have been the, the second big baddie when it was rumored that the trailer might be Avengers Annihilation. But, oh, but you know what? I mean, he could still be in it because they have to go to the quantum realm, so he could still be in it. He could be somebody they have to face to get to where they want to go. Yeah. That's, you know what, but I think, we're, you know, that's probably one of those things that we're coming up with a bunch of different crazy ideas right now, and then Marvel's still going to swerve us once we get to the theater. Like, ha-ha, look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happened with, uh, what was it called, man? Uh, Creed 2, again, to bring that up. But, like, yeah. uh, all me and my friends and my cousin, we were just all sitting around trying to think of, what could this movie possibly be about? And we had all these crazy ideas, and then it was just the most simplest thing in the world. There you go. <laughs> it was like, you know... We were trying to be clever with it, and it really wasn't that complicated. Yeah, man, that's how they tend to do it. I think overall, though, man, I'm excited for it. Um, I think I'm looking forward to seeing, um, man, just reliving some nostalgia from some of the, the, the first parts of the first 10 years. Definitely, definitely anticipating the, the Stan Lee cameo that's going to take place at some point in there. Um, oh, man, that, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what they're gonna do, but they, it is. They've already stated that camp. He's done cameos for a few movies up until this point, so we should be good for a while. Um, you gotta, you gotta go see Captain Marvel, uh, Mario, so you can see his cameo in there. Um, I know I'm behind on a few movies, man. I never saw Aquaman either, so yeah, I'm I'm a little behind on some stuff, but. Yeah, man. So this is definitely the time for movies. We've got uh, Aquaman was actually I liked it. Aquaman was pretty good. Um, Jason Momoa is one of my favorite actors, so he did a great job. Um, This is man. This is a crazy time for movies, though. You know, we've got they've been pubbing Aladdin. I just saw that they're going to be doing a Fresh Prince movie. Um, even no, though- that's not. That's a fake trailer. Oh, was it a fake trailer? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool, man. But. They it was just a guy uh, put it together, just like a you know, like a film editor or whatever. And that's dope though. Get him some clout, you know. Get a little famous yeah. off of it. Have somebody pull you in. Yeah, for but real. But yeah, no, I know what is real this month though. We got Shazam coming out. I'm actually excited to see that. Um, yeah, man, it looks like a fun movie. Jordan Peele has us coming out next weekend, actually on the 22nd, which he. He's a phenomenal writer, man. Dude is a genius. Um, I'm just. I'm what, so- I, what is that movie about? It's like, so- I watched the trailer and I'm just like, what is this? Like, what is the possible premise that could be of this movie? Like, well, so the big idea <laughs> is that we are our own worst enemies, and so the 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 beings that they're fighting are called the Tethered. Now we don't know if they're clones or doppelgangers or what. But it seems to be that the vast majority of the people in this town that um, Lupita, her character, grew up in, um, they're they're there. Um, And so when you when I broke down that trailer, just looking through some of it, a lot of it towards the end looked like it was taking place in a facility. You had a bunch of rabbits that were being tested. And I'm like, man, so I'm wondering if they were like cloning humans to try and create the best version. Like. 
I, I've guessed so much with that movie that I'm like, man, I'm just ready for it to come out so I can really get an idea because that's the thing. Like, that's what I love about Jordan Peele's writing, though, and his directing is that it puts you in that position to where it's like, how could this possibly make sense? And then when you watch it, it's like, wow, this makes sense. Yeah. He did the same thing with Get Out. He did the same yeah. thing with Get Out. I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, Get Out was a wild movie, man. <laughs> but look, dude, I am so excited about this Avengers movie. Um, I, I think that we're going to probably be getting, I don't think we're going to get another full two and a half minute. I think if anything, we might get a few 15 seconds to 30 second slots leading up to the movie, but that's about it, though. I can't see them putting out another big trailer you know what i mean yeah man i mean honestly the the thing that stuck i i love the line in the movie man in the trailer um when he says uh everybody i tell everybody to move on but not or what does he say i tell everybody to move on but not us or whatever yeah I, I don't know man i just the whole trailer to me I was like, God, this is just like a motivational video, man. This is like the stuff I say in my videos, whatever it takes. Nobody, you know, don't move on. And all you know, I'm like, this is awesome, man. But um, yeah, I was I I want you know, another question I have, what is the deal with Hulk? Are we gonna find out why he can't become Hulk? Is he gonna become a smart Hulk like you had suggested? I mean, that that right there is its own little movie. So it, it should be his own movie, man. So I do think that we are going to see Professor Hulk, um, which is interesting. So Professor Hulk was a tad bit smaller than the Hulk that we know and love. Um, but he was the best of both, though. Like he had he had he still had all of the, the feats of the Incredible Hulk, um, the durability. He had the unlimited power. He had the invincibility that gamma radiation was still strong in him, but he also had the brains and the smarts of Bruce Banner. And so yeah. it wasn't just mindless Hulk smash Hulk. It was like mindless Hulk smash Hulk has finally decided to go to school and get his PhD. And yeah. so he, he's become more of a technically sound individual all the way around. And so I definitely think we're going to see that. I, I know that they're going to break that story arc down, man. I think what I pulled out in that speech last year is actually what really happened. Um, and it was kind of confirmed by Kevin Feige and the Russo brothers in certain interviews where basically Hawk was tired of fighting Bruce Banner's battles because he didn't feel appreciated. He was pulled from the, 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 the place where people actually loved him and praised him, which was Sakaar back in Thor Ragnarok, remember? Yeah. And so okay. I, I'm like, I feel like there's a lot of that. And and so what I'm hoping is that they really start arcing that story and bridge as far as like Hawk and Banner, because I don't feel like that's one thing that they've done really well in times past is the 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 mix between the Incredible Hulk and Bruce Banner. And so I feel like Yeah and I would I'd love to see it man. I really would. Well, you you need to, man. He's a marquee character in this, uh, you know, in this uh, series of of movies, and I'm like, you know, you want to make sure because Mark Ruffalo is going to be around now. So moving forward, it's like, you know what? Let's make the Hulk make more sense. Like, uh, until they can get the rights for them to do a standalone Hulk movie and get everything there done there, you know, this is what they do, man. 
Hey, Mario, so before we get ready to close out, I want to ask you real quick, man, what are your thoughts for the next phase of Marvel movie? We know that Marvel has gotten the rights to the X-Men, to Deadpool. This deal that they closed with Sony is basically going to bring all of the lost characters over. What what are your, I, I guess from a fan standpoint, what do you want to see? And even from a standpoint of what you probably are certain we will see um okay so for sure i think you need to leave the x-men alone for a while i I think we need to let that franchise rest for a for a few years man i think people need to forget about it so they can be reintroduced to Mm -hmm. it um fantastic four i don't for me, if I'm doing the Fantastic Four, honestly, I might go the the, the streaming show route. Um, I would tie it to the Marvel movie universe, just like how they did with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I would go the route of making it a show because it never has worked as a movie. So why not give it a shot in a different medium? Well, let me ask you this. And- it never worked as a movie. It never worked as a movie. You're absolutely right. But Every time that it didn't work as a movie, Marvel never had 100% control of the product. True. Um, you know, and then what, what, I, what I've talked to you about already is the fact that I do think the next big bad is going to be Galactus. So you, then you have to have the Fantastic Four. You have to have the Silver Surfer. You can't do one without the other. So I think... You, 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 it's either like you said, maybe, you know, they take one more shot at this because they, you know, Fantastic Four, to be honest, it's failed four times, which is ironic. <laughs> there was that really, there was that really, really bad one they made in like the 90s, the Roger Corman yeah. one. And then there was the two really corny ones where Captain America was the human torch. And then there was that abysmal thing they made where, it, where they tried to make it dark and it was just a terrible mess of a movie. You, you know what, man? From a motivational standpoint, though, Mario, some things have to happen, right? And the reason why I say that is because <laughs> if it wasn't for the Human Torch in both of those movies, we wouldn't have gotten the best Captain America and the best Killmonger possible. Oh, <laughs> I'm happy. Oh, I, hey, hey, don't get me. You're right. You're, you're actually, you're 100% right, man. And that's so funny, isn't it? Like, they both went on to play, like, iconic characters crazy, after what man. happened. Man, and they were both the Human Torch. Oh, my that God. crazy, right? <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I think... Because, man, there's so many characters where I'm like, please make a show of this. Like, can I get a show of Blade? Can I get a show of, of uh, Moon Knight? Yeah. Oh, like, can I get Moon Knight? Man, I want Moon Knight as a I show. I want Ghost Rider. I mean, like, there's so many things they could do show-wise. As, as far as the movies are concerned, you know, you got a lot of places they can go with Spider-Man that we have yet to really see the best version of the Green Goblin. Absolutely. I, I want to see I want to see that cuz he's like my he's in my top 5 villains ever. Yeah. Um I want to see uh um you know a movie where Doctor Strange takes on Dormammu. I want to see a movie where, you know, I want to see a good Fantastic 4. Like I want to see 
where they can go now that they have all the rights to so many characters. They can have so many different cameos. I mean, there's just a world of possibilities. I would love to see Storm pop into Wakanda. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there's just, you know, Black Panther 2 is a whole other thing where you're going to get more opportunities. I mean, maybe, well, they killed Claw, which I don't understand why they did that. But anyway, um, from Black Panther yep. 1. But yeah, I mean, there, there's just a lot of places you can go. I mean, currently in Iron Man, I believe right now, the current Iron Man's actually like a teenage girl. Um, yep. And her name is Rita Hart or Rhea. I forgot. I had something like that, but. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. I think. Which is and it's um, interesting though too, because I think that we, we we're probably gonna get that in the next phase. We're definitely gonna get the new Avengers. After this, the originals will take a rest for a while. I really think okay. I really think it definitely if they follow the comic arc and if they follow anything from the cartoons, we'll get new Avengers, which would be Captain Marvel, um, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Spider Man. Um, God, uh, Vision, Scarlet Witch, and I think it was like two other characters. Well, you still got Falcon, right? Falcon, there we go. Falcon, um, you got Ant Man, okay, you still got Ant-Man. Ant-Man. those are the two I was thinking of. Um, so there's and, and you know, we don't know what's gonna happen with Hulk, you know what I mean? We we haven't really gotten the quintessential Hulk movie That's yet either, tough too, because they've already kind of run the They've kind of already run the play for Planet Hulk by doing the whole thing with him on Sakaar. Like that. We've never seen the leader. We've never seen the leader. We, they alluded to him in the Incredible Hulk, and it never happened. Right, right. And so it's, it sucks, though, because I'm like, they've already taken some of the story arc from Planet Hulk, and they used it in Thor Ragnarok. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, him having him on Sakaar and all, like, I'm like, man, so what do we do? Like, how can we revamp? There are some other Hulk stories that you can do. Um, you can definitely go the route of of sticking around and doing Professor Hulk for a while, maybe bringing uh, Betty into the, Betty Ross, his love interest, into the picture. Um, and yeah. so technically what people don't realize is that that first, so the um, Edward Norton's Hulk movie, that's that's my favorite rendition of the Hulk that they've done to date. Oh, it's fam. Yeah, it's vastly superior to that other one. Now, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, he was brilliant. He's brilliant, but well, I'm saying it's it's a superior movie compared to that Ang Lee Hulk, right? And then when you look at the Hulk that we have now compared to the 2008 Hulk, the Hulk we have now is even the look. He just doesn't have that same rage, man. That Hulk from 2008, Edward Norton's Hulk was savage. Like, I mean. And so the crazy part is that is technically a Marvel movie because they remember there was an end credit scene at the end of that where um, Iron Man. Thunderbolt Ross, right? Thunderbolt Ross um, got approached by Iron Man at the end of the movie. And so I know that there were portions of that movie though that were still owned by is it either Fox or Sony? And so uh, that's I'm not why sure actually. That notice though in in the current Marvel movies, that's why we don't refer to him in the movies. They don't call him the Incredible Hulk; they just call him the Hulk, because Marvel still doesn't own the rights to fully own. They don't fully own the rights to the Incredible Hulk. Huh? Crazy, right? I, and and yeah, I really like. I love I love that movie. Like I love the Incredible Hulk, man. I I really I 
I thought that was a great movie, man. I thought, I mean, Edward Norton is one of my favorite actors, but even if you take that out of the equation, it's a really well-made movie and it, and it was, uh, they did a good job, man. I just, there's just so many other things when it comes to the Hulk that I feel like we still haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice in phase four, just the same way I feel about Spider-Man. I feel because Spider-Man for me, it, it goes for me, Daredevil, Batman, Spider-Man. Like those are my top three characters. And I feel like I still, as much as I love Spider-Man 2 with Dr. Octopus, I still feel like I haven't gotten, there's certain things I just haven't seen yet that I want to see very badly. And I don't know if I'm going to ever get to see Spider-Man fight Venom now because Sony had to rush to make one for whatever reason. Right. I don't know. Well, money, actually. That's the reason. But, uh, no, that's you know, I feel like I'm getting robbed of that, man, because now how are they going to cross them over? Like, I, they, I think I, we might actually see I don't a crossover. I, I personally believe that we will see a crossover just because at the end of the day, green rules all. And I know that when they know that money's involved yeah. and fans want to see it, they will put it out because they know they're going to make billions off of it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, it's probably going to be a money game, but they'll get it done. They'll get it done. Well, True. Listen, Mario, it was so good having you on here today, man. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I told you I'm still sick, so my voice is going <laughs> in and out from time to time, but it was so good having you. I definitely want to do this more, man. We can come and chop it up. So let's let's make sure we set a date for the actual Avengers and um, Endgame and come back and talk about the movie, um, talk about Easter eggs and spoilers and everything else. And, uh, man, I would love to keep the, the, the momentum going with this. Do me a favor real quick. Um, can you let my followers know where they can find you, the information for your books, your website, all of that good stuff? Um, everything I do is, is at Mr. One more round. So literally Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, everything is at Mr. One more round. Uh, my book, my first book is on Amazon. It's called, I've said it all before. And the comic book evolution comics, that's where you can find it on, um, Instagram and Facebook at evolution comics and all four issues, I hope, are going to be on Comixology.com soon. But I do think at least issue one is. Um, right now, my partner's handling that. So, But yeah, at Evolution Comics, we have four issues out now, fifth on the way. Nice. All right, man. Well, look, thank you so much once again. Any thoughts you want to leave us with before we go? <sighs> Whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes, right? Yeah. (laughs) Whatever it takes. Well, guys, listen, as always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Definitely going to be doing more of these and having some guests out as we talk about other things outside of the serious realm. I hope you all have a phenomenal week and a great weekend. Talk to you all soon. Peace.